everybody falls for Lana too. Just like oh, yeah. <laughs> the trope. Like the first season, by the way. Sorry to interrupt, but it's like half of the the meteor infected people have oh, yeah. something for Lana. So yeah. she's just always in danger because all of them right. just watch her. It's very weird. Live with another episode of The Keeg Live. We're here to talk about Smallville today. Uh, it is season two, episode 24, and uh, we're finally getting to a series that ended 10 years ago uh, and started 10 years before that. Um, Tom Welling is now 73, still <laughs> playing a high schooler on TV. Um, I'm your host, Demetra Pereira. If you could see us, you know who my guests are. Uh, if you're seeing us, that means you're watching us live streaming on Twitch and on Volume. But uh, if you can't see us, that means you're listening to the podcast, wherever you get the podcast from. Uh, let me introduce uh, my awesome guests. Uh, you may know her on TikTok. As hey, we got Gina. Gina, how's it going? Pretty good. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, uh, you're a big Smallville fan, right? Yeah. Absolutely, yes. Oh, are, I, uh, I'm expecting you guys both to blow my mind with the stuff that you know, because I think I've seen every episode. Uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to where I dropped off and then got back on. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm really curious to, to hear your thoughts about the series. Again, that ended 10 years ago, but <laughs> it was very, very... Uh, uh, actually. What's up? It ended on May 13th, my birthday. I will, yeah. <laughs> I, oh, okay. That's where you get, do you get your username from your birthday or from Smallville ending? No, just my birthday, but it's a- Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, my bir- I share a birthday with Paul Rudd. So oh, nice. if my username was April 6th, uh, people would be asking me, is it is it because of Paul Rudd or you? And I'd be like, oh, Paul Rudd. That's oh. That's why. Um, uh, but thank you so much for coming on the show. It's your first time, so we're gonna haze you. Uh, and by we, I mean, uh, myself, obviously, and, and, uh, longtime guest of the show. We got Nub the Poet. Nub, how you doing? I'm doing well, man. How are you? Doing good. We're not actually gonna haze Gina. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just joking. No, not like but, the photo you know. that she has in the background. <laughs> oh! That's I, I just realized... You're right. I didn't realize that. For anyone who can't see it, uh, uh, she has the classic Clark Kent Scarecrow Smallville promotional image in the back. Except it's a painting? Yeah, it's like a drawing of it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. Um, Nuv, you're looking good. You you got the color coordination. Gina has the plaid. Uh, I love it when guests dress up for, for the theme. Um, and uh, you guys both have backgrounds, which are awesome. Uh, Gina has the uh, the promotional image of the scarecrow and Nuv. What episode is that from? Oh, I don't remember the exact episode. Yeah, um, I do. Was it Kryptonite? Was it a Kryptonite related? <laughs> no, no, problem? no. He went to the future. Two hundredth episode. That, oh, that that's okay. right. That's right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Um, I I've seen every episode of Smallville. I think. Um. But it was so long ago, and you guys both did rewatches, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Recently. Yeah. So I'm many episodes. My re- rewatch. I haven't even finished the rewatch. I'm on season nine. Oh yeah. Oh, oh so you're close. Because ten yeah. seasons, right? Mm-hmm. 
it started in 2001, 2011. Mm-hmm. And I remember uh, I watched it from the first episode to the last episode. Uh, I did drop off for like a couple weeks when Lana got powers in like mm-hmm. what season seven or something. Like when she got like in was, was it season eight? Yeah, she got powers for one episode, uh, made her crazy, and then season eight, she officially got powers forever, I guess? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I dropped off, and then I hopped back on and I watched those episodes, but I may have missed one episode, but who knows? Uh, where, where Did you guys watch it when it first came out? Back in 2001? I was 10 years old. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I thought it was like the coolest thing on earth. Like I was already obsessed with like the animated series. So I was yeah. like, oh God, young Clark Kent in high school. It was like a dream come true. But I was pretty young looking back. I don't know that I understood what was going on, but I yeah. watched it week. Yeah. I was into eighth grade. So however old that is, uh, that wouldn't have been much older than, than 10. But um, I remember seeing a commercial and the commercials are kind of vague, and it had them like the 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 meteors hitting like the uh, the water tower, and mm-hmm. it was like Smallville, and I'm like Smallville, that's like where Superman's from. That's weird. Is this, <laughs> this related? And then I found out, yes, it was very much related. Yeah. Uh, Nuv, did you watch it? So when I think the first first two maybe three seasons i didn't watch in real time like i caught up on them but Mm -hmm. then yeah like four onward i was watching as it was being you know aired right uh i was was kind of a casual viewer for the first three seasons and then i saw a promotion that lois lane was coming to smallville and in my mind, it meant that he was literally going to become Superman and the whole show was going to change. And I, w- I had never been so excited in my life. And they still, obviously, it was still Smallville, but then I became like, right. yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lois did make things better, right? Yes, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> sure. yeah. did, did you guys feel there was a turning point to your enjoyment? I mean, if, if I don't know if, if Gina, that was like your number one turning point for your enjoyment or not. Uh, was it? Yeah, absolutely. I love Lois, like, from the movies and the animated series. I love that dynamic. It's, like, one of my favorites. So having her on the show, and then I really loved what they did with it. They were kind of frenemies. Obviously, they couldn't fall in love yet. So that relationship, I felt like it was, like, a great step towards him becoming Superman. I always loved whenever they did a hint at the future. So having her there was, like, the biggest thing ever. So, yeah, Yeah. it was definitely the selling point, absolutely, for me, yeah. Yeah. Nuv, did you, you said you, you didn't watch it until a couple seasons later and then you went back? Yeah, like I wasn't watching the first three as they aired, which I don't remember, yeah. you know, when I jumped in, but um, I definitely was watching through, f- from season four onward. Um, and I think five was really the turning point because they were out of high school and yeah. it was just way more in they were just diving into the lore more like season five is when they introduced the fortress of solitude and so oh, every season yeah. you got a new you know especially with the villains that they were introducing for the seasons you were getting mm-hmm. more into the, the superman that we are all familiar with and so you saw yeah. him moving towards that um and i think for me for a while the first three seasons i didn't like because I, they just felt so and yeah. It took me a while to come to appreciate them and like seeing the contrast of how much lighter they are compared to the later seasons. 
So it's a good it's good to have that balance though, and like you see his growth from that innocent you know kid to then like a hardened veteran of crime fighting. Right. Um, also, yeah, season five was when things got real for him, like his father dying. So that was a huge mm-hmm. turning point. I felt like he really became a man in that season also. And his friendship with Lex was damaged and his yeah. relationship with Lana was over. So it was that's yeah. one of my favorite seasons, absolutely. Uh, season five is when the 100th episode came out, right? Correct. Yeah. And that was the one where... Like, with time travel, with wedding, or not weddings, a proposal, death, right? Like, um, that is, I think, arguably, if you have 100 Smallville fans, like, more than half will say that's their favorite episode. Yeah. Uh huh. Do you feel like you're setting them up, though? You're like, hey, 100 fans, what no, number right. episode are, is your favorite? <laughs> uh, yes? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's how you, that's how you trick of people. All the into, seasons, you know, like five for instance. It's like which right, one yeah. did you yeah. really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I. So okay, so quick question: Did, Were you guys big fans of Superman before Smallville? Yes, at least I was. Yeah, like just I, I think I've been obsessed since the first time I saw the Superman Richard Donner movie with Christopher Reeve. I I don't know what that did to my child brain, but I probably have watched that movie like a hundred times. I would watch it and watch it and watch it. And then the animated series happened to be around at that time. So just completely obsessed with the mythology, the villains, the story, and then Smallville came out. So it was like a perfect like progression of all the shows and everything was great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember I had, my big experiences were um, uh, the cartoon. Right, like the Superman the animated series, uh, was big, uh, and obviously Batman was big. And I wanted, I always wanted Batman to appear on yeah. Smallville. He never did, uh, unless you know, season eleven comics. Like they alluded to him in season ten and Wonder Woman. But yeah. yeah. Um. Well, season ten was like, let's just do yeah. whatever we want. It's our yeah, final season. Let's go yeah. balls to the walls there. Um. <laughs> Nuff, you were you were a fan of Superman beforehand? I was, um, but like I mostly knew Superman from Justice League. Um, right. I think I had probably seen some episodes of the animated show, the Superman animated show, but I hadn't seen like the Superman movie. I just knew of Superman because everybody knows of Superman. Yeah. But Smallville is actually what really like catapulted my love for Superman. The exploration right. of this characters in this show in this medium was what really made me take a huge interest in the character right uh i feel like smallville definitely set up like what was iconic superman stuff like it took iconic superman lore created its own stuff and then like kind of affected superman fiction from that way forward because 10 years is a long time right But I, I feel like what the show did, like, it took a lot of liberties with the story, which I appreciate because you don't want to see the same thing over and over again. But it just always, right. like, when I rewatch it, I'm just so, like, they just truly understand Clark and Superman. Like, yeah. I, I don't think anyone can say the characterization was off. So it's the kind of thing that you can always look back on. You're like, oh, that was a really wacky storyline. Like, it kind of got a little crazy yeah. from there. But they absolutely nailed Clark. And, like, it's it, that's why it's so iconic, like, this is a Superman show, like 100%. Yeah. Uh, Gina, do you know, like, 
you, you seem like you know all what each season's about. What yeah. are each? What's each season? Oh, yeah. Just for for myself, because I need a, I need a refresher, and for anyone who's listening, uh, uh, each of them roughly has like a storyline that spans the whole season. Like what? Like how does it break down? Okay, so season one is obviously the intro. Clark is like right. fifteen or fifteen, a freshman. Uh, yeah. It, it picks up after uh, he saves Lex, so that friendship begins. And it's just, it's very high school, so freak of the week. Every episode yeah. is a Smallville high student who was affected by kryptonite that came when Clark landed in Smallville. So it's him kind of becoming a hero just by, like, facing off against meteor freaks from high school. So that's right. pretty much the arc. It's it's one of my at least favorites when I did the rewatch because yeah. it's literally a freak of the week every week. <laughs> yeah. But it was a really good setup, and I think, like, from then on, they really switched it up. Season two. Uh, I, <laughs> season two is my favorite. Um, it's the best written one. I think like rewatching it, it's so masterfully done. It's Clark discovering his origins. Uh, they did this cool thing with the Kawachi cave. So that's like, right. Yeah. yeah they they kind of they did. They took a lot of liberties. They switched it up, but it actually ended up being really cool. Um, so Clark is discovering his roots, and I really love that. He meets Jarrell for the first time or his voice from the spaceship and he has a very contentious relationship with him so it's him kind of trying to negate his kryptonian side uh while his father is telling him it's time for you to start your training to become superman yeah season three uh season three let's see that that's just basically him versus Jarrell, like completely rejecting Jarrell little bit more teen drama it's and this is one of my favorite seasons because it actually focused a lot on lex and lionel like their relationship yeah. very toxic um yeah but yeah it's him trying to be with lana you know that's never gonna work out right lana discovering herself separate from Clark, she realizes that's never gonna work out or at least she did at the time um and yeah just more discovering who, who he is and he's still rejecting jarell because uh, basically he ran away from home and he has to pay like a serious price someone's life so that's like a threat that looms over him because uh, uh, you know uh, Jarrell said someone is going to pay because uh, he rejected becoming Superman and then season of high school is uh, senior year of high school uh, and Lois Lane comes in right? Yes Lois comes in she finds Clark Kent naked in a cornfield just like his parents did which is so awesome yeah uh, and there's that. This is one of the seasons they have like a really funny storyline with the stones. Yeah. So they have to it's collect. the witches, right? Yeah. yeah was it the witches? Yeah. No, yeah. Lana was a witch for some, or her ancestor was a witch. Yeah. So yeah. I had a really funny yeah. episode where uh, they were all the girls were all witches and like. Yeah. And it's funny because I think that was the first time they used magic. So I think Clark mm-hmm. learned in that episode he's affected by magic. Cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that one that one was a fun one. It's very senior year of high school, funny storyline. So yeah. back, I, I kind of really like that one. So that has Jason Teague in it, right? Yes. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jensen Ankles from Supernatural. Yeah. 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 He, who apparently was supposed to play Clark, uh, but didn't get the part. So yeah, they brought him back as uh, Jason. That whole that was probably the the way his story ended was very bizarre. <laughs> he just tried to kill the cats yeah. out of nowhere. I was like, whoa, that was a turn, but all right uh so season five was uh yeah reckoning i mean i guess everything uh brainiac arrives he plays milton fine 
and mm -hmm. he totally uses uh, Clark's distrust of his father against him. Uh, uh -huh. So he can destroy the fortress and God. Yeah. He's can... a college teacher, right? Yeah, Dr. Milton. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny <laughs> how they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This like big Superman character. Uh, uh, where do we put him? Okay, one's the janitor. We're going to have like one college student. The other guy's like, they're accountant. And like, <laughs> nah, I'm just like, what? It's so weird. They have to like fit them in, in somehow. I just thought it was funny. It, it worked organically, kind of. It was like a position where he could gain his trust, be an authority mm -hmm. yeah. figure, and manipulate him. It was pretty cool. Um, yeah. And when does Green Arrow come in? Season six, next season. season yeah. Six. Oh, okay. So yeah, Clark loses his dad, which forces him. You know, it's very hard on him. But and then he breaks up with Lana because you know he can't keep lying to her. Or of course, whatever his reasons are, we never know. Uh, and then Lex. Yeah whoops in on Lana and um, takes oh, one of everyone's right. favorite storylines. <laughs> Arguably the worst love triangle of all time, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh yeah, so season six, Green Arrow. Green Arrow's arrives. Uh, yeah. Lex and Lana are like about to get married and have a fake baby, which is one of the uh, most bizarre stories. Yeah. I am forgetting all of this. Wow. Okay. Fake baby into her to keep her. I don't yeah. know how that plan was gonna pan out in the end, but it was fake, I guess. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, and she discovers Clark's kind of sneakily, but you know, she did what she had to do, I guess. And um, in order to protect uh, protect her uh, Clark, Mary Fleck. Uh, what else? Oh, so when Clark uh, came back from t from the Phantom Zone at the end of season, at the beginning of season six, he released a bunch of Phantoms onto Earth. Oh, so yeah. it's the Phantom season. Yeah, yeah David Baut Bautista, the wrestler. Yeah, yeah. 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 There was a wrestling episode. Kane, Kane was also he's a wrestler yeah. or was a wrestler. He also played oh, a yeah. Titan. Yeah. A lot of wrestlers. Uh, Lil here. Bow Wow. Wait, yes. was it Lil Bow Wow or Lil Romeo? I forget. Bow wow. It was Bow Wow, right? Yeah. yeah, he yeah. was he was a phantom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, fun phantom season. I feel like there. Oh, and it had the really cool episode where uh, labyrinth, where Clark, a phantom, entered his mind. And, yeah, uh, yeah, that one was really cool. And he met Martian Manhunter, which yep, was, a really was cool intro to him. Uh, yeah, yeah, just the year of the phantoms. Uh, <laughs> The year of uh, Lex and Lana, uh, Lana tells Clark she knows uh, they're going to run away together, but then she dies in an explosion, which the show really loved to do that. They did that with Chloe at the end of season yeah, three. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of explosions. When, that were... <laughs> does it bring in Bizarro in season? End, end of season six. End of yeah. season six, because they sleep together, but it's not actually Clark. <laughs> it's Bizarro, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. God, yes. Oh, one of my, okay. that, that's always a favorite of people because that's like proof that Lana just never loved Clark. Like, how do you not she know? She doesn't know. Evil twin is who you're sleeping with for a week. Like, it's hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, so a fan, uh, at the end of the season, Phantom, Clark, and then season yeah. seven opens and Kara, uh, there's an explosion of a dam, I think, and that releases Kara's spaceship. So Supergirl. Oh. Up. Yeah, so Kara, the older cousin, she's, the first episode's really funny. She's like, I'm looking for a baby named Kal-El. <laughs> like, she's searching for a baby, but Clark is obviously, like, 20-something at that point. Uh, yeah. And she was a really cool addition. Like, that whole season was centered around her. 
Lex kind of develops an obsession because they did a cool parallel where she saved Lex from drowning the same way Clark did. Um, <clears throat> he wants to like dig into her and that whole weird relationship pans out. Uh, Lana sleeps with Phantom uh, Clark because he yeah. Did he put him in, he locked them in the fortress of solitude, I think. Something like that froze him. I'm pretty sure Jarrell did it. Oh, right, right. Yeah, okay. So Yeah, because um, of the fortress collapsing. Oh no, that was the season end of season seven. What? He was frozen somewhere. I don't know why he was he was in the fortress of solitude, yeah. but he's okay. in over his life and nobody notices, I think, until uh Chloe like starts getting suspicious. And yeah, then they like fight for her love or whatever, which I, it's actually, uh, at first when I was watching, I was like, this is really dumb. Why would a Phantom care about Lana? But then in the, in the comic books, Bizarro loves Lois. So yeah, I guess that, that was their substitute, I guess. Um, yeah. yeah, what else happened? Everybody falls for Lana too. It's just like, oh, yeah. it's a trope. <laughs> like the first season, by the way, sorry to interrupt, but it's like half of the, the media infected people have oh, yeah. something for Lana. So yeah. she's just always in danger because all of them right. just watch her. It's very weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, they got to find a way to use her. Yeah, I don't know. Lana's character, I don't know. And oh, yeah, in season seven, she had that one episode where she kind of, a lightning strike, she gets Clark's powers. And <laughs> when she gets his power, she's uh, full of wrath and wants to take out vengeance on, uh, on Lex. And she like hurts Lois, you know, she's super violent. And, you know, she's, I remember that monologue she had with Clark. She's like, you have all these powers and all you do is stay on a farm. It was like <laughs> cutting really deep. So yeah, they had a lot of issues in season seven. They were like really trying to prove that they should never be together. Um, very yeah. heavy. But um, okay, yeah. So what happened? Oh yeah, at the end of season seven. Oh yeah, Lex finds out about Clark. There's the whole, um, what is it called? Veritas. 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 Yeah. The Traveler, so... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, literally, Lex finds out it's Clark. They go to control him. And yeah. he kills Lionel. That was the Oh, point. why did he kill Lionel? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> how does, how does he kill Lionel? Really I grim. Season 7 gets really grim. I just finished it, like, a month ago, and it's just, like, yeah. this. the tone shift is pretty drastic compared to, like, 6, and he throws him out a window. That's kill and Lionel. That's right. Yeah, like no one will ever remember you, which is yeah. true. No one ever remembers his dad. It was very dark. Yeah, I was like, oh my yeah. god. Yeah, <laughs> and that's at a point where like you like Lionel, right? Like Lionel's yeah. well, been working with Clark for a little bit. He got he went back and forth, which is why oh, at the end no one trusts him. Like he's begging everyone yeah. to listen to him, and they're like, no, you lie all the time. Like we're over it. So yeah. right. Like, he burned too many bridges, I guess. Um, but God, John Glover is like the best. Like yeah, yeah. Good in that role. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Um, yeah, so then the fortress collapses on them, um, and that's kind of the end of Lex from Joe. And Lana uh, is taken over by Brainiac, which is actually one of the saddest scenes in the entire show. Like, he takes yeah. over her brain, uh, and she's just catatonic, and Clark is just crying, and he has to say goodbye. But then she leaves, uh, she gets out of the catatonic state, but then she decides to leave him, so she leaves him the tape, and that's the end of that for a while. Uh, yeah, so season eight, Clark is in Russia. <laughs> he just like is in Russia for like working on a camp or something. He has no powers. Uh, oh. they don't really, what I don't think they explain very well how he survived and ended up in Russia, but you know, it, I guess it happened. And uh, yeah, they literally said, if I remember correctly, they said like he just like woke up on a ship one day, like it, like that's all, like he was found, I guess, by Russians. Okay. And, 
they just took him back to classic like, classic <laughs> cw cw yeah. loves their russians oh I'll, I'll say that yeah oliver this is like oliver's first season as a regular instead of like a guest and uh oh yeah we missed in season six justice league episode that was awesome yeah. every oh, season yeah. they kind of have had like a new hero i really love yeah. when they started doing that like i think in season four um the or impulse yeah. or flash mm-hmm. was like the first hero i think and uh, yes yeah. yes yeah, then then five. yeah yeah five was aquaman and cyborg cyborg yeah, yeah. Uh, and then oliver so that's like oh and black canary in season seven <clears throat> well for now yeah and then like john jones and brainiac and stuff uh but right. yes been a he's a regular they introduced tess mercer who's a replacement for lex who i, really yeah. I thought she was pretty I cool. love tess when is my background season eight yes is this the doom it's the yep. doomsday season correct season eight? Yes. and jimmy yeah. olsen uh yes. yeah that, well quote unquote jimmy olsen <laughs> henry james olsen <laughs> yeah, as uh, opposed to James Bartholomew. That's that's how much of a fan I was of super, of Superman. That when they said his name is Henry James, I was like, "That's not Jimmy's name." Right. Wait a minute, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, I guess I kind of saw it coming because uh, he was the same age as them. So I was like, "This can't right. be the Jimmy from the future." So I, I actually kind of called that early. Like, this is not going to be oh. Jimmy. Oh uh, yeah, because I'm like yeah. he's dating Chloe and he's their age. Like that's not that's not right. But but there's a lot of changes, right? With Smallville, yeah. like Chloe existing was a huge change. Yeah, yeah that was probably. Oh god, are we gonna talk about Allison McEnany? <laughs> oh, we will, we will. But uh, so season eight is the Doomsday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Actually, you said here. that season seven was dark. Season eight, I think, was the darkest of the show. Yeah. Like very existential questions about life and death and uh it ends very i mean literally clark like denounces his life because all the yeah. tragedy um you know, yeah like, essentially death of superman right like right. the death of clark kent like right you know, right modified it a little bit yeah this is basically doomsday he came to earth uh he's his davis bloom a paramedic like he has like this darkness inside him he tries to suppress it but then uh, Feora, his mom, Razad's wife, like stabs him and he becomes kind of like invulnerable and mm. let, uh, Tess blows him up at one point and mm. another blowing up that doesn't result in anything. Uh, <laughs> so he's basically, in, uh, he's indestructible at a certain point because whatever kills him literally makes him stronger. And yeah, Clark doesn't want to kill him. Like he absolutely, do- he's like, even if he is the biggest monster on earth, I'm not going to kill him. And then Oliver, who already, Oh wait, he kills Lex this season, right? Yeah, yeah. Because he, blow, he blows him up. Again? Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least that death sticks. At least that death sticks. Yeah. Well, sort of, but <laughs> no. Right. Yeah. He survived the Arctic. The the <laughs> falling on him somehow. And, um, yeah, Lana comes back at one point, and uh, they she has powers. Yeah, they will. She uh, so Lex built a machine that absorbs kryptonite. Well, no, first it's a machine that gives her superpowers, and then another machine that absorbs kryptonite. So he would basically be super strong, and also Clark's biggest weakness. He could kill him. Uh, and Lana came back supposedly to see Clark and Chloe, but she was really plot- plotting to steal his um, his powers. Basically, he, she knew that he was trying to do that. And it kind of goes all wrong because, you know, she ne- she didn't know it was going to be a weapon. So, you know, then she's literally Clark's kryptonite. Uh, so that's yeah. the end of that relationship. That's <laughs> they were very, 
Yeah, very. Oh my god, I do cry. Even though yeah. our relationship ended, I was yeah. just like, oh my god. It's such a well done scene, and like the way the 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 goodbye for all the ups and downs of the Lana Clark relationship, the goodbye is so good. Oh, it is, and it's such a good callback to so, like remember the first scene where he falls over. Oh yeah, I didn't think of it. Like that. a bookend to the first scene, she was literally like the necklace was the kryptonite. And now she's literally after him. Yeah, I know. So sad. Like the falling over. That oh my god, that really like he's kissing her, and like his whole face is like turning like you it, know she's kryptonite. They show the kryptonite like infecting him slowly. It's it's so yeah. it's so well it's so well done. Yeah, it's I done. I did love that by the way. Smallville. Instead of just being like weak against Kryptonite, you see the veins, right? Right. Yeah. He sweats. He's weak as hell. Yeah. They, yeah. They, isn't that what happens? Isn't that what happens in Smallville? Like it's like green vein thing. I, I like, it's, only if it's like in him. Yeah. Oh. Okay. If he's just near, then most of the time he's struggling. There have been a few odd times where he's like, it's near him and he's hurting, but he just gets up and <laughs> just does yeah. his thing. You know, like wait. Right. It really depends sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah. No, they have some really cool like effects on him sometimes. Like they would go like super deep into it. Um, so, okay, so yeah, Lana's gone forever this time. Like <laughs> as sad as it was. Um, oh yeah, Clark's at the Daily Planet and he's the bread okay. Clark. So he's yeah. like finally moonlighting as a hero. And Lois, he's working with Lois now, and they kind of develop a thing. But yeah, Clark is still kind of immature, so. Uh, yeah, what else? Is this Black Jacket season? No, that's not at the yet. end. Yeah. So, oh, so the end of season eight, he separates Doomsday and Davis using black kryptonite, yeah. and then yeah. he puts Doomsday into the under the earth or like into yeah. the ground, yeah. six yeah. feet under, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like Davis is taken to like a secure place. And then he ends up killing. They think Jimmy. he's innocent, right? They yeah. think he's a good guy because they're like, "Oh, the bad part was Doomsday." Exactly. And then right. he's like in love with Chloe, and Chloe was kind of like his, like she was staying with him to maintain the beast because, like, that's what he thought was helping. And so yeah. he thought she was falling for him, and they were building a relationship. And but she's with Jimmy at the time, and she's like, "No, I, I've always loved you." And then. Davis kills Jimmy because he was like, so you were just lying to me this whole time. Yeah, he impales he impales yeah. Jimmy on like a, a like a like he, a rod he, or something, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a very it, and it's weird because like I think it's like Chloe and Jimmy are kissing, and then all of a sudden you hear a little like a little and yes. they just stop and then they look down. And it's like, whoa, why do you have to do it that way? Like it's very shocking in the way they do it. Yeah. That's what leads Clark to to the death of Clark Kent, Black Jacket, because he feels he's like his human, his hope for humanity, his belief in humanity, he believes is what led to the death of Jimmy. And so he puts all the blame on himself and he like disappears for like a couple of weeks. Yeah. And Lois disappears too during the battle with Doomsday. Yeah, because of the Legion ring. Mm. So they introduced the Legion in season. That's right. uh, Seven? Seven. No, Legion was season eight. Season eight, yeah. Which that is a great episode. Yeah, well, not, oh, that's one of my favorites. Absolutely. Yeah. Legion was they, so freaking good. Yeah. They um. Yeah. Chloe's still infected by Doomsday. Um, Brainiac. So, Brainiac. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and um, at first it's going great for her though. Like she's using it to like hack in and be like super skilled and all this stuff. Um, but yeah. then he starts taking over her and like erasing her memories and stuff like that. 
And so the Legion comes back because they need to get rid of Brainiac, and like that's the yeah. day that he gets rid of him. Um, but some assassin, I think it was executioner, some person yeah. from the future, like destroys the device or the item that Clark uses in like yeah. history. And so they realize they have to kill Chloe. And he's like, well, that's not happening. So there's yeah. no, like ethical battle between him and the Legion of like what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And then they yeah. do like, they call it a techno exorcism. <laughs> oh, like, right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> She's on the table, like shaking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. And then they take Brainiac to the future and he becomes Brainiac 5. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. That was the coolest part for me because I was like, oh, that's such an awesome way around that. That was cool. Yeah. 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 Um, and, um, I, so then, season nine is the is the clones. It's the um yeah, the, the, the Zod and his clone like Pandorians, the clone of Zod, yeah. right? Yeah, Pandorians. Yeah. I I love that season. Uh, Zod, God, what their, their struggle. Alan like, Blue is is great. Yeah, he was yeah. really good. Uh, I love that dynamic. Like he, they don't have powers. Uh, I think uh, Jarrell like kind of hacked it so that when they would come on Earth, they wouldn't have powers, which is pretty funny. <laughs> He's yeah. just like, no powers for you guys. Uh, yeah. So Zod is trying to build a tower that makes the sun red so that the they could have powers. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yep. Yep. So yep. it's a it's it's a switch. It's kind of yeah. like a. Okay. Ray into, I guess like they call it RAO towers, so that's like his whole thing, and he's Rao, trying to do yeah. that. Yeah, Rao. The, the the god of the sun. Yeah, in Krypton. Rao. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's, he's using Tess. Right, he's using Tess because she she's like an environmentalist. So I don't know if he manipulates her or like she's just also interested in that as well. But yeah, that's like the whole plot. They do a really cool episode where they is it time travel? Yeah, like um, Lois. It shows where Lois went when she put on the legion ring right yeah a year into the future um and yeah the sun is red uh i don't understand why doesn't clark have powers if the sun is red in that well he that's he he gets his powers from the yellow sun so all oh, right oh my yeah. god okay sorry yeah okay that makes perfect yeah so clark doesn't have powers but all of the kandorians have powers uh yeah. from the sun back to yellow uh, so that was a really cool one. They do they do the whole time travel thing. And then Clark, like, realizes, because he was, like, trying to go up against Zod. So he kind of thinks that, oh, well, maybe this time I should just try to be his friend and show him, like, how to integrate to Earth and all the Kandorians. Yeah. But, of course, Zod is always going to put Krypton and, you know, his people's best interests. So he definitely can't understand Clark's mentality of, like, preserving life and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, right. it comes to, like, heads at the end. Uh, it's a really cool fight, and I love the the way that they uh, resolved it. So he stabs Clark with blue kryptonite. So he he what is it? The Book of Rao, like it teleports yeah. the Kandorians back. But then Zod uses blue kryptonite to stab Clark, and that's kind of like a loophole. So while everyone else goes back up, Clark is they get like sucked. Up, right? yeah. yeah, but he has the blue kryptonite dagger, and he falls off the building like crazy with his arms outstretched. Yeah. Like an 80 story building, but yeah, I don't, I don't know the workaround. I guess he's still made of steel, even with yeah. <laughs> yeah that, I mean, oh, yeah, he dates Lois that season finally, like after, yeah, long. uh, that was cool. Uh, oh, yeah, Oliver is going through his whole thing because he feels really yeah. good about killing Lex. Um, so he's in a depression. Is he dating Chloe at this time? Yeah, no. towards the end, they date in the beginning like morning jimmy um and she started to watch tower which was cool yep, yep. um yeah. the wonder twins are in that season who else yeah society 
Oh, season nine. Yeah. Season nine. Season nine. Oh, yeah, Hawkman. Okay. That was such a cool. It was a two-parter, like mm-hmm. our girl who the, else. The funniest thing, I still think about it to this day, is the actor and character that they did for Slade Wilson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it was nothing like the comic books or any interpretation. Oh, yeah. Like John, it's John McCain. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he looked like John McCain. It was just this old bald guy with like a fencing kind of sword. Yeah. And he had an eye patch. And it was like, this is your death stroke. Like that we were already seeing in the Teen Titans cartoon. And like, yeah. This is what you chose to do? Okay. Yeah. So I, I, weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is also a season with Checkmate. So I think Rick Flagg. I don't know if that was mm-hmm. season. And uh, they have this- more so they might have been introduced in nine, but I think more season 10. Yeah, Michael Waller. Um, who else? What other villains? Like, uh, uh De- Deadshot. They did, the, they did the Suicide Squad, they did Task yeah, Force was, X. That was season 10. Yeah, he was cool. Was that like, season 10? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah. the, the VRA, the Vigilante Registration Act in season 10. Yeah, so the the task force or death uh, suicide squad is all like for mutants or not mutants, but like people with abilities and heroes. Yeah. They're like fighting for them, but outside the law. So it's like that whole dynamic of the justice league are trying to be within the law kind of thing. ish. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, like plastique. Season- yeah. Oh, plastique. She was season eight, but she does come back for yeah. nine. I think, because of that? the, yeah, because of the yeah. task force X. Uh, right. Right. Yeah. Um, who else? Yeah. Like, yeah, they did so many cameos. I wish I could have like a list. Um, there's so yeah. many. Yeah, there's... yeah so many. At, at that point, they were really heavy into like doing cameos and stuff. That was cool. Right, because um, that's the dark side season, right? The final season has dark side. Yeah, yeah, that's well, the big bad. So yeah, season ten. I mean, it well, ends. Ish. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. They really did it. I mean, you can't really do Doomsday and Dark Side on a CW budget, so I will forgive right. the show yeah. for working around it. But yeah, like season yeah. ten, uh, Lois pulls out the blue dagger. She finally finds out. Well, she finds out for sure. Um, yeah, this the big bad is Dark Side. Um, so basically, he's like corrupting, you know, people who have corrupted hearts. He like infects them uh, with yeah. the sign on their head or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and Lionel comes back. Right, okay. as the yeah. avatar of Darkseid. Yeah, the like, well, at the end, it's yeah. like a mirror world. So they they open like a mirror world where for, yeah. I don't even complain about this show, but so in the mirror world, it's Clark. <laughs> but I have a Lionel name, Clark Clark. First of all, all his kids have L names, so it would have been yeah. some Luther. And uh, then Clark is named after Martha's maiden name. Yeah, he would yeah. Clark Luther. He would be something L Luther. So that was my only gripe. I was like, Clark Luther, come on. That's really great. Like, yeah, may, gonna... maybe it's maybe it's lowercase C capital L A R K. And then they have like the weird storyline where like uh, I guess uh, Tess is like his stepsister or something, and they have like a creepy related. You know, I couldn't even watch that. I was like, this is really gross. Uh, but yeah, yeah like, I like that episode though. But... Clark, if he was raised by Lionel, which is the world's worst nightmare, Ultraman. He's just basically like a killer, like, you know, dominating Metropolis. And that was really yeah. cool. And I think Clark, Clark is trapped in that world. Um, and then the bad guy is trapped in our world. And, you know, that's a yeah. whole lot of trouble there. I really like that episode. They do like one called Luther and then another one called Kent, which I thought mm-hmm. was cool. Um, yeah. 
And yeah, like I really loved uh, when at the end, like Clark, instead of trying to kill Clark Luther, he introduces him to Jarrell so they could be set on the right path. I thought it was a very Superman thing. Like there was really no other way he would not kill, you know, his mirror world twin or whatever. So he introduced yeah. him to Jarrell and was like, just learn from your dad and try to be good, which was yeah. cool. Um, and yeah, Dark Side, uh, Suicide Squad, the uh, disciples or whatever they're called. Oh yeah, yeah. Green yeah. Goodness. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, what's the other guy? Desad. With a D. Yeah, Desad. Yeah, Desad. Yeah. And. Can't remember. Uh, and was it G Glorious Godfrey? Oh yeah, yeah, thank yes, you. Right. Yes. Oh gosh, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. 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 Uh, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of like those characters, the fourth world characters. Um, uh, not so much those like supporting cast, like Granny Goodness and stuff. I think what but, is it? The Femme Fatales. Uh, 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 no, uh, uh, Femme, the, why am I? The Femme Fatales. Female Furies. The female, female series. That, they had an episode yeah. with them. Yeah, that was cool. Um, yeah, they went deep into the mythology there. Yeah, the dark side. Yeah. yeah. What season had the 200th episode? Was that season 10? Yes, 10. Yeah. Okay, and that's Nub's background. Yes. Where he goes to the future mm-hmm. and then meets himself as Clark Kent, but Glass's version. Right, yeah. I think he goes yeah. 10 years into the yeah. future. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's 10 years into the future. Yeah. Which yeah. then was like 2016. No, wait, I don't know if it was 10 because I remember he looked at a newspaper. It was like 2016. I was like, oh my god. Oh no, maybe seven. Six, yeah, seven years, I think. Or it was 2017 or 2016 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or we're mixing up the end because they do that at the end as well, like in the the final yeah. episode. They go, uh, yeah. you know, they show a little like epilogue type yeah. thing. So right. Okay. Yeah. Where we don't really get the suit, but we kind of do. Right. Uh, Everyone wanted the suit except me. I don't know. Yeah, why. I didn't care for it. Yeah, I didn't want a suit. Like they showed it in like when Martha made it for him and Lois saw it, which I thought was cool, but I didn't I had no interest in seeing Tom Walling in the suit. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I felt like it would have been like for what? Like, you know. <laughs> it's so funny you say that. I agree, but like yeah. for most people, it's like for what? It's to see Superman. But well, no, yeah, everyone, everyone. I don't think I've ever met anyone but you who's like didn't care. Like everyone is so upset. Like I feel like today we'll probably get questions about the suit. Like just like guys, it's called Smallville, not Superman. Like yeah, I got chills uh, with the shirt and the suit was. I mean, that was enough for me. I think I don't know. Yeah, that was pretty cool to me. I I wanted a full suit shot in the final episode. I had been putting in time for 10 years. I wanted the final comic book payoff as a comic book fan. That was like where I... The shirt ripping open wasn't enough? I No, I want him, like... It, it, okay, so like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna draw parallels, and I don't want it to be this bad, but do you guys ever watch Gotham? Gotham was yes. essentially Smallville, but right. for Batman, right? right? And in the final episode, the final episode takes place like 10 years later and Batman is Batman. And like, you don't really get a full shot of Batman, but you do get like, oh, Selena Kyle is Catwoman. And the, you know, you get more stuff like that. I think I would have liked it like to have seen a epilogue that was like super, Clark as Superman. Mm. Maybe that's just me. No, I get it. Like, I don't know. I, I felt like leaving that mystery kind of worked for me. I don't know why it did. I was yeah. just like, because then it, it just would have, that would have been, I don't know. I, I like the teases. It was all, the show was yeah. always about 
about like hinting about the boy becoming the man. So then in that moment, it just felt perfect. I don't know. So right. So many not so subtle teases and references. Oh, and yeah. so, so funny. <laughs> just like the blatantness of how of the statements. It's just like, well, you know, like men can't fly, Clark. And it's like, yeah, yeah, okay, say that to the man who like which is weird because it was like second episode or third episode where he floats above his bed while yeah. he sleeps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, literally in the first episode, she's like, "What are you?" Yeah. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, "I don't know yet." I'm like, "All right, well, this." They were not subtle in season one. No. I rewatched season one. I was like, "Whoa!" Every oh, no. episode. Yeah. I mean, they're not subtle in any of them though. Like any reference they make is very just like it's so cheesily done. But I think that's what I appreciate, like the charm of just how. Yeah. Just simple and silly it is is really what I love about Smallville. Is yeah. It like yeah. You 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 mentioned how like they mentioned Wonder Woman and Batman and is the Chloe says like, oh, oh I saw a woman who can do wonders and a dark night with, with all these toys. And it's like there's no subtlety, no cleverness. Just say it, but don't say it, kind of thing. Yeah. Oh. That's because of the audience. Like, I feel like as fans, we were so demanding of the show. We're like, show us everything. And I think they were just like, right. here's your crumbs. Be happy with it. Like, <laughs> Right. Well, the reason the crumbs had to happen was back then, WB had um, embargoes on characters for certain things. So, like, they couldn't show Batman and Wonder Woman because Batman already had his, like, movie franchise that was going on. I think Batman Begins came out in 2000 and... Sick. 2005, 2005, five, five, right? Yeah. Uh, so it's like, okay, Batman Begins. Like, bat that's Batman. We're not doing a Batman show. We can't have Batman on Smallville. Um, I don't know what they were thinking about Wonder Woman, but they were trying to get Wonder Woman started at some point, like 2013, with Adrian Palicki. Um, yeah. There was that failed pilot. Uh, but, like, there was embargoes on the Justice League show that they couldn't include Batman characters in the cartoon like mm-hmm. there was like random things like that so yeah. i think i mean i think we're lucky with what we got right also even with the lois and clark relationship because superman returns came out they couldn't date each other even at that point yeah a lot of weird stuff um yeah i think the suit that used was the superman returns yeah. it was it's so yeah silly though right because like Lex Luthor would have been the perfect way to introduce Bruce Wayne in Smallville. I, yeah. Like, it's, it's, yeah. it's easy. And then they're friends, so it's like, oh, meet my... Like, he could just be in a meeting with Bruce Wayne, and it's just right. like, oh, Bruce Wayne, meet Clark Kent. And when Clark barges in, because he never knocks. Yeah, and right. Just... Yeah, like, right. cool me. Well, I mean, I feel like, in a way, Green Arrow was, like, the substitute Bruce. True. Uh, they have similar yeah. backgrounds, and the dynamic is very similar. So that was yeah. kind of what the substitute. And I really love how that relationship developed to the end. Like, yeah. definitely, I think it worked well enough. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Oliver was definitely this version's uh, uh, Bruce. And Chloe was this this version's, uh, I guess, uh, Oracle, in a yeah. way, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it was interesting to see that. Doesn't, doesn't Oliver date Lois? Yeah, she dates Aquaman too. Yeah, yeah. She dates. She dates everyone. I mean, that's cool. Good for Lois. Um, you know, uh, but then Oliver dates Chloe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mary. Does her. Oliver date Tess? 
yes. they did in the past. Like they don't get shown in the show to date, but uh. they had dated. Right. Yeah. So everybody's just dating everybody in this show. Classic. I mean, it's classic, like, teen drama. Like, just pair everybody up with everybody. Chloe and uh, Clark never really dated. Like, they they went to prom together or something, but that that never really took off. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't they date for, like, one day? Or was that Lana in the first season? No, no, no. They, so, Clark did ask her out on a date, and then they went to formal together in season one. And then that was the extent of their... Yeah. 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 Chloe doesn't date Pete though, right? No. No. Even though Pete likes Chloe. Yeah. Yeah. He had a crush on her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Poor Pete. Okay. Dreadful Uh, character, dude. (laughs) I wanna. I wanna talk about Pete for a second because. Sure. You know what episode I just watched the other day? Don't Don't tell me. me. (laughs) Don't say it. What? Take a guess. Take a guess. It's a Pete-related episode. It's right. It's the. The stride it's episode. The worst episode, dude. The worst. I, I said that's the worst episode of the show, literally. Yeah. It is. It is bad, but it's also interesting to see one republic there because, yeah. like, talk about a band of its time, right? You know, but that's not an anomaly, actually. Like, no. that is common for Smallville. That's how like big the show was. They had one republic. Yeah. They had the All American Rejects. Yep. They had a Lighthouse. Oh, yeah. They had Remy yeah. Zero, which is super meta, and I love it. I love it, right. too. Yeah. Remy Zero was the season one finale yep. uh, band at their homecoming, or is it prom? Formal, formal. And the scene that okay. they started, they're playing Save Me. Like, in the background, yeah. you hear them singing Save Me. That, that was great. I love that. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Pete gets treated badly throughout the whole series. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he gets written out, and then he comes back for one episode just to, like, shout out Stride. Um, and then he leaves. So, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, can't, I can't defend that episode in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> it's funny because... Sorry, yeah. go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I was going to say, it's funny because Pete is... They tell us he's Clark's best friend at the time, right? Whitney yeah. Fordman gets more character focus than Pete does, and he's like a enemy becoming frenemy of Clark, yeah. and he's yeah. there for like just about the same amount of time amount of time as Pete, really. Yeah. But he gets more attention. Like his his dad gets sick, so you like explore him, and he's thinking about not like he just he doesn't get a scholarship that he was intended that he wanted to get. Oh yeah. So he like joins this crew of like people who get kryptonite tattoos that give them the ability to like walk through walls and they start oh yeah robberies and then like clark's like dude what are you doing like there's this whole journey that he actually gets and then he joins the marines because he learns like his father was doing service it's like why did he get more focused than pete and pete is like next to clark every episode i mean i i think that answer is obvious uh why pete Uh, like their only black character just <laughs> does not get any time ever. That's and he's idea. just there to show yeah. face. Well, I think like the way that I saw it, Pete was sort of like a representation of why no one can know Clark's secret. Like, because I do think in season three, his final season, he does get a bit of an arc. And they actually acknowledge how he's sort of jealous of being at the background, like always to Clark. So they do kind of explore that, and then he does, like, the wrong, he does, like, drag or whatever, and gets in yeah. a bunch of trouble. Yeah. 
Um, and then obviously he leaves in such a horrible way. And I think for Clark, that kind of reinforces no one. So it's like a little bit tragic. Like, I feel like I know what they were doing. But yeah, his character definitely could have developed a little better. And you see, like, it even takes a toll on him. Like, I like that they explore that too. He's like, like constantly having to lie. He felt a lot of pressure. So they did a little bit with him, but it, they could have done so much more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was, I, I, okay. So back in the day I was on, there was a, um, there was a online site called Crypto, uh, what was it called? Krypton site. I was on there every day. Yes. That was my life. Yeah. 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 And so like I was there in the forums and whatever, um, (laughs) and they used to call Pete product placement Pete (laughs) because that's all he would do. Whatever like the product placement was for that episode. He, he was the guy who was like, that was literally yeah season one finale i remember that it's like that was what he was there for whatever the product placement was yeah pretty much yeah um or like exposition there- for clark or like someone to at least bounce exposition off of so clark would yeah. be like well my dad said this thing you just need someone to say it to he couldn't just sit in his room and do it so you're right right um, and it's weird because in the comics, and personally, I don't care about the comics when it comes to his character because his character barely had a part in the comics anyway. But Pete Ross is Clark's best friend in the comics and then grows up and marries Lana. Right. And then and then becomes vice president to Lex Luthor's president. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. But whatever. <laughs> I don't personally care too much about the character. I think it's also a miss because, like, like you were saying, Gina, they touched upon stuff towards the end of his run, but you could have done so much more with the fact that the Luthers drove his family out of business, and yeah. then like Clark is best friends now with Lex. There could have been more to it, and you had like you wrote the story, so it was, the ability and the stu- space for storytelling was there for his character. Um, yeah. But yeah, they just for whatever reason. Decided. Well, I, I, I think I read one time that like Pete was basically that Allison Mack basically shown was so good as chloe that she basically overtook pete's role so the writer whatever was supposed to be for pete they basically focused all their attention on chloe and that's why he was kind of cast over to the side and then obviously she does take over the pete role as like being his confidant so they basically them in they were like uh i know pizza an established character but we're just literally going to turn chloe into that so yeah I yeah think that's basically the end of that. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. But also, yeah. they just write off, they write off the only character of color, and they, and like, I think it's just an all white show at that point, right? Yeah. From that point on? Yeah. Um, right. Other than the well, first time they on and John Jones. Right. Um, right. Which clever name, John Jones, John Jones. John, John, John. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess Kristen Crook is Asian. That oh, might have yeah, been the true. only, yeah. But That's true. That might have been it, yeah. <laughs> like, I can't yeah. think else oh god yeah this was a white show i didn't think of that. yeah watching it, I remember. watching it now i'm like whoa well i, I mean kansas yeah. but come on <laughs> kind of, superman is a very white comic you know yeah yeah they did recast pete but i guess after that they're like yeah we're gonna be very accurate from now on yeah that being said though wouldn't it have been cool to see like john henry irons like as a supporting character it would have been super cool yeah, have. steel. Yeah, yeah. Like they're doing now in Superman and Lois. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they could have done a lot more. Uh, who knows? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, Chloe, uh, let's talk about Chloe. Oh, God. Um, uh, Chloe, I, I loved Chloe so much. Like, I went to, uh, I went to a high school that was, like, um, like, 50% white, 50% Asian of different sorts. And all the Asian guys at school were, like, Chris and Crew, Chris and Crew. Like, people, like, had their picture, or her pictures on their binders and, like, whatever. And then I'm, like, all right, that's fine. But, like, Chloe, though. And so, like, Chloe was was my object of affection. Um, and so, like, seeing her through, like, every single season, she was there, even when Kristen Kruk left. Um, did you guys like Chloe? Was she kind of annoying? Uh, like, I don't know how you guys felt about Chloe. I did not like her the first three seasons. Uh, oh, I think it says your internet. Okay. Uh, yeah, like for the first three seasons, she did bug me because of her like unrequited love, which my God, she should have figured out after like episode two was never going to happen. Uh, yeah. And then also she kind of turns on Clark with Lionel, you know, like he was able to manipulate her. And I feel that was probably the only time that she kind of betrayed him and she did learn from it. Um, but yeah, after season four on, I, I absolutely loved her. But the first few seasons, I was like, oh God, I can't watch this. <laughs> like, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Nuv, is my is my connection doing bad? Because I know that my connection isn't that great. Mm, no, I'm fine. Um, okay, cool, cool. Seems fine. Everything seems fine. Yeah. Um, uh, did you have any thoughts about Chloe? Yeah, I always enjoyed her. I mean, I definitely enjoyed her more as the seasons progressed, but I never really had any issue with her. Um, I think season three, as you were kind of like recounting everything that happened, Gina... I realized season three was like a really, you know, at that point, the most challenging time for Clark, right? He was going through his own things and being very sus and like, you know, (laughs) secretly um, researching him and everything. Then Chloe with Lionel, his issues with Lionel. There was a lot of challenges for Clark in season three, which I think were good, though, because the the show needed that that shift and that real like obstacle. Um, But no, I always liked her. the, the the love triangle stuff in general was kind of like after a while, especially like yeah. I could hit like one season, but then it goes on into two and three, and I'm just like, we get it. Like, come on. Yeah. I, I mean, I sometimes I have to contextualize and be like, they are high schoolers, so maybe it kind of makes some sense, but you're also writers and you can do better. Well, <laughs> right. I mean, let's be honest, like one of the things that draws people to shows is like love relationships like that is honest like shipping or whatever that's literally not why some people tune in so i think that's why sometimes these things go on longer than they should (laughs) yeah what's funny too is i think from people that i've talked to about smallville with they're not like huge fans by any means and they always say like after three or four is where they kind of lost interest and i find that so interesting because that's where i gained more interest because i dove into the lore more but Mm -hmm. maybe it's the opposite for more casual viewers where they were kind of into the, the drama and like the interpersonal relationship that way. And then they're like, what the heck's a brainiac? Like, I don't care about brainiac. I just <laughs> want to see these people interact. Maybe it's just one of my ideas. All the people I talk to, they're like the first seasons were the best. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, oh, not at all. Yeah. yeah. No, not at all. Season five is peak small, but like, honestly, that is one of the best seasons I've ever seen. I, you know, I gotta disagree with people, but one of my favorite seasons is season eight, and that is probably the most hated of the seasons if you ask me of people. And I loved it, so I don't know. It so, in my rewatch, I became a bigger fan of six. I don't, I'm not saying it's like my favorite or close to the top, but 
Yeah. For as I get why people don't like the Lana stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because especially when you're watching it like as it's coming out. So it's but like now watching it back where I have no like connection to or like all this history of waiting for what's gonna happen, like watching it just as its own season. Mm-hmm. First of all, the dynamic between Clark and Lex, that's where it really like disintegrates. Season six is so pivotal in the de- deterioration of the Clark Lex relationship. And yeah. Lana's at the center of that. And it has one of my favorite episodes, which is called Nemesis, where oh. Lex and Clark get buried in a tunnel. They get stuck in a tunnel together. And they, like, at this point, they just hate each other. Like, Clark even does not like Lex. And so seeing them put in that position of having to work together to get out is really cool. And then Lana also reveals that, like, she's has some secret plans against Lex. Like, she helped out only once she found out Clark was trapped in there. Otherwise, she was just going to let Lex die. Yeah. And so there's, like, Lana's given more in that. And then I like any episode with red kryptonite. I mean, I don't think a single red K episode, the one where Lex and Clark get taken over and in totally interrupted engagement is just, it's the best. He literally throws, like, this toy rattle at Lex. And, like, at this point, no one knows Lana's pregnant. And so he spills the beans to, like, his entire whoever these people are that Lex has, because yeah. I don't know <laughs> what friends he has, but it's just, like, density is so is so high. Uh, yeah, yeah season um, is a great run of four episodes, I think. It was the Red Kryptonite episode, the Dusty episode, the Labyrinth, where he's, like, gone crazy. And, I think, and there was, like, one other episode. That was, like, one of the best runs of the show, like, in season six. I think even the the wedding and then the the post-wedding episode with Titan where he's like just full of rage. He's so pissed off that he goes to fight this dude even though he knows he might get killed, you know. And it's just like you start to see a different side of Clark that you don't get to see. And it's not, there's no Red K involved. It's just emotion that he's being, you know, affected by. And it's, 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 it's really well done. And the, all the Bizarro stuff, uh, not the Bizarro, so the Phantom stuff, I really like all those different things that come in play. Yeah. I remember I remember Batista. I remember mm-hmm. that episode. That's the one with, like, the bone, like, yes. growth sword things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I remember that. And then I remember, like, I just... Because I know that, Nov, you're, you're a big fan of wrestling, right? Yeah, huge. Um, Gina, do you like wrestling? I was obsessed as a child. I really oh yeah. Was. See, I I never got into it, but I do remember like, it, I mean, it's th- there for a reason. Where it's like you get a wrestler onto your show, so like there's some cross promotion. So that was the first time I heard of uh, 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 Dave Bautista, oh, and I was okay. like, oh. And then later with Guardians of the Galaxy, I was like, I remember this guy. He was on a Smallville um, episode. Yeah, oh five oh six was when he was on like his actual rise so like he had just become champion the world champion for the first time in 05 so like 06 because that's when season six was 05 06 so it makes sense that they got him um yeah. and kane is a veteran and then also had ashley mazzaro though she was in the same episode as kane she was the other mm. woman in the fighting underground fighting she, um, passed, yeah. away, right? hmm? she passed away yeah she did um, but, uh, yeah, they've had a couple of wrestlers and just, like, so many more cameos, though, to, like, Superman and, like, DC lore, which is so cool. So oh, they yeah. had Dean Kane um... Yeah. Playing not Vandal Savage, but actually Vandal Savage, right? Right, yeah. Supposed to be Vandal Savage. Oh, 
but something happened, and yeah. then they couldn't call him that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tool played Lana in Superman three or four. Uh. Yeah. Three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they had Terry Hatcher. They had uh, for season seven Helen Slater was yep. uh, Clark's mom. Yeah. Yeah. Christopher Reeve, who could forget? Yeah. That, right. Margot. Margot Kidder. Kidder. Yeah. Who yeah. uh, Jimmy Olsen was, um, uh, he played Daxer, who created Brainiac, who Brainiac kills, which is crazy. Mm. Uh, who else? Uh, there were so many. Terrence Stamp was voice of Jor-El. Oh, yeah, Terrence Stamp. <laughs> Talk oh, about yeah. a twist. Best choice. Yes, yeah. That was awesome. That was a cool little, yeah, I love that. Um, yeah. Any others? I, I made a video with, like, where I put all of them together. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, there was another, yeah. There were a few others. Um, Too bad they couldn't get Gene Hackman. Yeah. Oh, God. That would have been cool. That, but yeah. he wouldn't have done it. He was, you know. Yeah, probably, he's probably the hardest to get. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, what was your guys' favorite, uh, like, superhero or, like, comic book character cameo? Oh, gosh. Ooh. Let me think. <laughs> Comic character cameo. Or or even episode, or whatever you want to call it. Like, uh, I'll tell you who I didn't like, even though I love Lee Thompson Young, uh, <laughs> R.I.P., because uh, uh, I grew up with, like, Jet Jackson. Um, his cyborg was not good. Like, this was not a good episode. Oh, yeah. I guess I think they got like the yeah it was it was kind of one of the lazier cameo episodes like yeah but I feel like they kind of got to the core of him um I love how Lex was always involved with like the Justice League like I think um was he on the show Bart yeah. In- yeah. yeah he he must be he must have been my favorite I really love the end of that episode where they race each other like yeah. Flash yeah. and Superman racing to me is just like and he, I love their dynamic. I felt like he really captured the spirit of Impulse Flash, whatever they want to call him. And yeah. I love that. Like he came back, I think, a few more times, and mm-hmm. it was always like really fun to see him. Yeah. 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 Um. I love the Justice Society episode. Yeah. Yeah, those are two of the top tier episodes. Um, yeah, because it's written by Jeff Johns. That's oh, the thing. That. Uh, Jeff Johns that? wrote that. Yeah, the Legion episode, that episode, oh, a couple of other ones, I think. I yeah. think I really like because I think she had two episodes. I really like Zatanna's two yeah. two episodes. Yes, um, they were both good. The yeah. introduction, she like cast a spell on Chloe, where <laughs> Chloe was like envious of Lois and just the life she had, and so she becomes Lois. And so the interactions between her and Clark are just great. Also, yeah. whenever Clark loses his memory or something, it's hilarious. Yeah, like especially this instance. So she's like, she's, they're on top of the building and she's like, listen around. And he's like, oh my goodness. Cause she's thinking, she wants him to like use his super hearing. And he goes, oh my goodness. The acoustics up here are amazing. And I was like, dude, this is. <laughs> 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 Clark Kent. Yeah. Cause he wished, his wish was to be just a normal everyday reporter. So he kind of got to play like the Christopher Reeve, like bumbling idiot. Like, oh my God, the acoustics. Like it was really funny. And Lois tries to like hit him with like a thing. And he- like, you could have really hurt me there. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> um, yeah, so Zatanna, I forgot the other one she came in. Uh, a sign um, where 
uh what does he do she tries to seduce him at one point um it's when like oh it's called warrior so a, a little kid steals like a comic book that becomes a superhero right. but then he turns into like a villain because that's the twist at the end um yeah. that was the one yeah 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 so i really like Zatanna, and i like the actress who played her yeah she was, i was like it's a very Sorinda swan yeah. yeah you want to know my least favorite though yes <laughs> was mixel oh my god how's it mixed oh yeah Alec? Just they made the powers was just uh, it was just I mean the episode was good, but just like the use of that character, you could just made him a random meteor powered person. You didn't have to right. tie him to some comic book character. So I right. think he's an Eastern so, yeah. European exchange student or something Literally. that like affects mobility. Yeah. So I like I feel like I have a good eye for all Superman heroes. I've watched that episode like 20 times, and just this year I figured out that's who he was. People, I was like, oh, he's never been on the show. Like that would have been a cool. They're like, he was literally in season four. I was like, there's no way that's not him. And then I looked it up, and it was this was a random power to make yeah. people do things. Yeah, yeah, something like that, right? Was that what it was? To yeah, make he people do say like jump or dancer and they just do it like that's, that's really all it was oh. yeah yeah I didn't, I didn't you, you know what sucks um there was a there was a plot line that they dropped which was lex's sec section three point whatever what oh, was it yeah. called it was 33. called something 33.1 yeah 33.1 and we like it was a build-up and as like a comic book fan i was like okay he's amassing like freaks to kind of like create a team and it because yeah. like M- M- mixel spittle it goes there right like at the i think at the end of that episode well don't they blow it up at the end of or was that another facility didn't the justice league blow one of his facilities up but i feel like that was after another facility oh, okay yeah but they i think season six they had a writer's strike take place during that time so that it might have been seven mm. that's why it's okay, the seven okay. yeah that's why it's the shortest um yeah i guess they just oh. dropped them yeah, they just yeah. Because yeah, I remember maybe I'm reaching. Isn't that where the Phantom, the Bizarro, was created, or that was that another like facility? Mm-hmm. I don't know anymore. <laughs> Are there Bizarros? No. Isn't there no. two? Isn't there there's just the there's the Mirror Clark, a- and then there's the Bizarro from the the Phantom that becomes Bizarro because he's able right. to take Clark's DNA or whatever and create a host body for itself um okay maybe i'm misremembering isn't there like a clone of clark and then there's a phantom of clark well the clone of clark is technically connor which is a mix oh okay that's right he appeared on the show that was wild yeah yeah i forgot about that yeah that was a fun episode yeah yeah oh yeah he tried to kill him yeah it was great. And it's Lucas Grabeel, who yeah. at that point was only in High School Musical, I think. Yeah. Like, that was his only, he was the High School Musical kid? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Super yeah. random. Yeah, that was, he did a good job, I guess, as Connor. Because um, he, he, they showed, like, he had half of Lex and half of Clark in him, so that was, like, a battle, like, good and evil. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know, like, I feel like they did, well, they did a Lex clone. They did a lot of Lex clones. Yeah. That was, storyline i know lex was cloned um that was season 10 a lot i mean like yeah. they had that's how that's how he comes at the end right isn't he part like a it's another clone body or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all the so weird well oh no so it was 
I think there was a, a Lex clone that then got killed, mm-hmm. I think, or deformed or something. Yeah. And then the mirror Lionel makes a deal with Darkseid to bring him or anim. Oh yeah, he needed to test his heart. Yes. yes. <laughs> to complete the like clone whatever life and yeah. Tess like escaped so then he made a deal with Lionel I mean with Darkseid and that's how yeah the clone Lex came to be yes. and then right yeah and then he kills Tess right Tess correct. is dying and then Tess oh Tess erases his memory correct yes yep. yes, yes. Yep. a lot of work around that was pretty <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes and then they even show That's like wild. it's it i think it says like um Lex it, yeah exactly it, it says like luther yeah. or something and then the yeah, yeah. it's just it just says lx it's like okay i just love when they do stuff like like connor they got the name because like his like, oh, right, right. serial number was like cnr or whatever like the clone yeah. number that he was was cnr yeah. So they just named him Connor because you know that works. Like I just love little things. Yeah, it's fun. I'll go that. Yeah. Did any of you guys read the comics that take took place after? Oh, sorry. Did I interrupt you, Gina? What were you going to say? No, no. I was about to talk about the comics. So literally perfect. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Did you guys read them? Yeah. I only read the first issue. I want to read the rest, but I haven't like found them or gotten the time to i can it. send you a link yeah i, I have to read them because i literally read them as they came out because i was so excited about it and yeah, I have yeah. To read them, but they were they were really fun they were good it was like the small little wish would happen everything was so much bigger and world expanded yeah. i was like why couldn't we just get this on tv but yeah i got it i guess right like we get the teen titans yes. you know we get batman we get wonder woman um i forget who else but there's like some big ones yeah. you know yeah. And uh, they all. Yeah, I think it, it ends was... with crisis. I think so. Yeah. Oh my god. I have to. Re... Yeah. I forgot how it ended, but I remember. I, I was hoping they would continue the run, but they just did it. Yeah. Yeah. But now we know because of the Arrowverse that Clark grows up and gives up his powers. He has two girls. Yeah. He has two daughters, and yeah. he gives up his powers. I didn't. I'm sorry. I, I hated that more than anything else. Yeah. <laughs> Not a fan of that necessarily. I, I go back and forth because, well, obviously I was happy to see them on screen again. Right. But it didn't feel right, kind of. Or maybe it did. I don't know. I, I wrestled between whether I liked it or not. It just, yeah. Understandable. Yeah. I didn't it's mind like, it. It's just like we build up 10 years of him finally literally finally accepting he's a hero and then the next time we see him he's like yeah i gave that up just raising kids on the farm and it's like the whole point of the show was like clark get off of the farm and your destiny yeah. and the next time we see him he's like yeah i don't care anymore like, i'm freaking raising kids i'm like what lois is like a housewife I'm like she would never do this like it just didn't feel i don't know but i get yeah. it i get it i guess <laughs> i uh i heard they tried to get michael rosenbaum to do the episode that that um Arrowverse uh episode but what happened do you guys know I don't I, I haven't heard that story one thing I heard I think it was from Michael because I I've listened to his podcast a lot and I think it was just like the money they were offering was not a lot um and it was yeah. also like very late into the whole like um maybe not into production but it was just like 
hey, we need you. Like, it was very abrupt and sudden, yeah. if I remember correctly. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's what he said. Because um, I'm pretty sure from everything I've heard, especially now, like, him and Tom going to all the cons and just hanging out a lot, like, they would love to do something. And yeah. supposedly we're supposed to get something in the future. Um, but that's... I heard an animated series. That'd be cool. Yeah. That's what, like, Tom half leaked on his i don't know if it was really a leak he probably did intentionally but um a cameo yeah, yeah he did like a cameo i think no i yeah. think it was an ig uh, live oh um, okay yeah but yeah i hope so i feel like anime would be the best format for them to return if they had to like again because just the possibilities uh, it would be more sto- better storytelling they're not gonna have the budget they need to tell like a grand superman story so yeah, yeah. animated is probably the way to go. Yeah. 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 That being said, Superman and Lois is great. Like the you know, almost like a spiritual successor Very to much. Smallville. I mean, they're literally in Smallville. It's set in Smallville. So Right. Yeah. Right. Alana's in it. It's very I mean, you know, his parents are gone, but very it's basically the, the kids take over Clark's spot in high school, so it, it really feels like yeah. I'm on Smallville most of the time. I'm like, oh, okay. I have to check it out. I haven't gone to it yet. You would like it. Except without the dumb teenage drama. Because, yeah. like, Superman and Lois doesn't really have that. Like, it, I feel like in Smallville, there would be times where, like, two characters that should love each other are suddenly, like, only, like, I don't like you this week. Like, you're the worst person ever. And then the next week, they're like, we're best friends again. Yeah. Or, like, yeah. sorry to bring Pete back up. Pete gets the super stretchy powers and suddenly turns bad and really aggressive. Like, that's part of the powers, I guess? Uh, yeah, it always was. It was like, the kryptonite would really make people crazy. Uh, which I yeah. guess it would have. Maybe yeah. an alien rock would affect us that way. I don't know. But. Yeah, I guess, right. yeah. It was never, like, explicitly said, but it would make sense to, like, accept that as, like, it not only gives them powers, but it affects their emotional state, their mental state. And yeah. leads like to radiation like, poisoning. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. yeah this, usually, uh, usually, or a lot of the times, the people who were beater infected had some like trauma. They were either bullied or yeah, they had some difficulty in their life, so it kind of just like took those emotions and enhanced them. Yeah. 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 I mean, this show is much more meteor rocks. I don't think. Oh no. Well, there is, but it's different. There is kryptonite, but it's a. It's, is it called X kryptonite or something? On Superman and Lois. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a little bit yeah. different though, but it, yeah, it's called like X Kryptonite. Yeah. I mean. So um. I love Superman and Lois. I do too. You should watch it. You should watch it. Yeah. I plan to. I just I don't have a HBO Max. So. Oh. Uh. See we'll, we'll no. We'll we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, uh. You know. Um. But uh. Something that I think is very interesting about Smallville is it takes place during a time to have superheroes on TV, right? And it seemed to me, at least in the beginning, and it was kind of bogged down by this rule, the whole, like, no flights, no tights thing, Mm -hmm. where they were kind of ashamed of being a superhero-related story. Um, A lot of media back then did. Like, like X-Men was like almost ashamed of it. Batman or Batman Begins 
is like ashamed to be a super uh, like a superhero thing. So they try to like bog it down in reality and not like cheese it up too much because the audience wouldn't buy that cheese. Uh, do you guys feel that way that they were ashamed to be a Superman story? I mean, well, so I think the pre- the, sh- the previous Superman show was Superman and Lois. What was it? No, it was called yeah. uh, uh, Lois and Clark. The New Adventures of Superman, and that show was kind of regarded as being cheesy. Even though I, I recently rewatched it, and I have to tell you, I absolutely love that show. It is very cheesy, but it is very good at the same time. Uh, yeah. So I think they really wanted to move away from that and make more of a character-driven story, which I think they succeeded at. Um, but yeah, I mean, there just wasn't, there wasn't a superhero phenomenon type of world that we have now where like, if, you know, everyone wants to see a superhero on TV, like it's, but you know, back then they just thought who the hell would ever want to watch it. So, right. Like, yeah, that was the, that was the sentiment around it, I guess back then, but thank God that changed. Yeah. Yeah. Nov, how'd you feel? Oh. I don't think I felt, I didn't get that sense of like shame. Um, And then listening to interviews with Tom Welling specifically, I remember he talked about the pitch that they gave to him. And it's like, oh, it's a Superman show. And he's like, I'm not really like into that. Like, I don't want to either, whatever, just didn't like the idea of it. But then once they said like, no, it's about like exploring Clark as a character and like him becoming Superman. That's what really actually enticed Tom Welling to like, Mm I guess at least audition or at least look at the script or whatever. Um, and so I, I think in their, at least maybe in the like heads of the creative team, maybe they weren't, maybe, you know, WB, the studio and like Warner Brothers in general, they had some sort of feeling, but I don't, I don't think anybody that worked on that show was thinking in that way. Um, yeah. I think they just wanted to approach it differently um than just like here's the super here's the superhero they wanted to explore how the character becomes a superhero so um that's at least how i perceived it um and i think they succeeded that's it's really why i do love the character of superman is because of smallville yeah um i like to think that even though it wasn't the full like force of like superhero content that like a comic book like uh, a fan might want uh tv wasn't ready for it yet and i think that like the landscape now hinged on two things and smallville is one of those things and i think the other thing is heroes Mm. uh both of them are very tempered down superhero stories focusing on these like plots and like these like characters and and whatnot and less about the powers and more about like these characters. Um, And uh, I I don't think we would have the current landscape that we do now without those two shows. Even with the CGI and the special effects, I mean, there are a few episodes where it doesn't hold up necessarily, but what they were able to do, every single episode has like a scene with the powers being showcased. And I think even today, they still hold up and they look really cool. And they like, you know, they were able to do that without Clark flying and, you know, like the, you know, and you get to him discovering powers every other season. So they make it really small and like, you know, just a few moments here and there, but that was always my, that's what I look forward to, at least in the beginning. I was like, what power is he going to use? How is this going to happen? And it always looked pretty cool to me. Yeah. 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 
what I thought was really cool is that he had super speed in the first episode. Like, he already had super speed and super strength, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, super speed is not one of those powers that you normally think of for Superman. Even though Superman does have super speed, like, out of all his powers, like, I feel like super speed gets forgotten about. Yeah, I felt like but, that was like, not to the Superman movie. Like, remember when he was, like, running? Yeah. That looked really bad back then, but... I thought yeah. like they started off with the basics and then they worked their way up from there. Yeah. Yeah. You guys remember the Heat Vision episode? Yeah. Of course. I remember oh, every, man. every episode where he gets a power, though. Like, that's just, I love those episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Super but the funniest, I mean, the Heat Vision was the funniest, right? It was. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, situationally, yes. It was, it was just. <laughs> uh, you know, for great. anyone who doesn't know horniness activates heat vision that's what it is Uh, right yeah Yeah. i mean yes remember connor Connor kent gets the powers he sees lois that's true uh and it just starts sputtering and she was like what and both of them are like nothing like trying to hide it yeah that was really funny yeah i'm trying to find a way to explain it without being too explicit but i mean you know you know, for well, young uh, certain things come out, and for Clark, it's yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> isn't he like? Isn't he watching like a sex ed video on a projector, and he lights the screen on fire? Yes. Yeah. Because he gets a substitute teacher who yes, and it's, and it's the middle of like, or it's like it's the beginning of summer, mm-hmm. but it's or end. I don't know. It's really hot. Oh, and it's day. super hot. Right. Yeah. So he's everybody's already sweating. The Air conditioning's broken, of course. And then yeah. you have this substitute teacher in like this dress. And yeah. Clark, the innocent boy that he is, especially Clark, like, is that just, you know, he sees this woman, they show like close ups, very <laughs> awkward. Yeah. Uh, yeah, when, um, uh, what's her name? And she had a crush on Jimmy when she yeah. saw him for the first time, the fire. That's so true. They really yeah. did use that multiple times. That's yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah. Try to get her to focus like on a watermelon or whatever and target practice, but yeah. Yeah. Um, it's funny, uh have you guys seen Hancock? Uh yes. the Will Smith the Will Smith movie? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember it too well, but yeah. Okay. There's a deleted scene where he's he's having sex with a woman and he says, Get off, and then he shoots a hole through his trailer, like the top of his trailer. Um <laughs> And so I guess this heat vision is way better than than Superman like shotgunning a projector. Well, they kind of addressed that why he didn't want to be intimate with Lana because he thought he right. would kill her, I guess. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, right. Pretty much. But then um, he does training with Jarrell, and I guess he yeah. joke that part of his training was to not break a woman in half. So then he's ready to you know take things further with Lois. So they makes you wonder. Makes you wonder what that training is. <laughs> yeah, they talk about it. Like, what, what happens? Uh, the episode where, I think it was season seven, where Lana gets powers. Like, the first thing they decide to do is have sex. And cause right. an earthquake. And cause earthquakes, yeah, or at least aftershocks, whatever you want to call it. Like, it's just, yeah. Chloe comes by, and she's like, did you feel the, all that rumbling? And they're like, no, we were kind of busy. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it was us. <laughs> like, yeah, and yeah. then Chloe's like, I thought I thought you two couldn't. And Chloe's like, you two talk about this? It's great. Chloe's so innocent. I love it. 
And then when Lana gets powers in season eight, the bed breaks and everything. Yeah. yeah. No subtlety there. <laughs> well, the first time they sleep together is when he gets depowered, right? Exactly, yeah. And then he gets his powers back, and Lana's trying to do it again, and he's like, yeah, no, I'm not doing it. So they never do it again. This was back in the day where the Superman comics would skirt around that whole, like, concept, Mm. and so people had to come up with their own theories. And so the the, the famous theory is man of steel, woman of Kleenex. That was, like, the theory, right? I've never heard that. And where... Yeah, that was, that's, that's what, and so it was two problems. One problem is, could they do it? And second problem is, would a half Kryptonian baby activate powers while in the womb? There was like two different, like, two different, like, thoughts. Like, is it safe? Overthought that, in my opinion. Well, one of them is, I think they talk about it in Mallrats. I think Mallrats... Yeah. They talk about the Man of Steel, Woman of Kleenex thing. I've seen uh, it on too a bunch of times. Like, yeah, but now they've answered the question in the comics. It's not like the answer is yeah, they can do it. Okay, we're fine. Don't worry about it. I you never know? thought too much about. I always figured yeah. he has a lot. He, I mean, he literally lives among people and doesn't crush yeah. them when he shakes their. I always figured you know he's yeah. adapted and can control. Himself. Right. Yeah. Right. When he steps, when he walks, he doesn't create big footprints yeah. in the ground. Right. Or like he, when he blinks, he doesn't cause like a hurricane. So yeah. there's like, that line where he fights uh, Darkseid and he says like he lives in a world of cardboard. In, ju- in the Justice League episode, right? Yeah. So he acknowledges like every day he holds back so much and he was really yeah. happy to just let go. Yeah. There was yeah. even an episode, I think, where he, I, I forgot who but he was like every day i have to make sure to like not you know crush someone's hand i feel like he said that in an oh, but he was playing football and jonathan didn't want him to yes yeah he exactly like, yeah, he, yeah he was like and he found a way to control himself from killing yeah. right yeah right um so i'm glad we got over that like let's just let's just come on let's throw the man a bone here like he there's so much drama in this show like come on let's let's give him something yeah that was Poor Clark. Glad they figured that out. <laughs> <laughs> and the controlling of the heat vision. It's just like, yeah. I don't know. There, uh, See, that's one so of the funny. fun parts of Smallville that like they, they did something so ridiculous like that. And you just took it at face value because it's a teen show and it's like, we're going to have fun with Superman. So like even when he got his uh, freeze breath or like super breath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Sneezes and almost kills Lois, yeah. and they figure out a way to like work around, and it was fun, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that was the best. What? The sneezing was the best. Yeah, he got a cold. <laughs> he like yeah. literally almost kills Lois. <laughs> was it was it the same episode, freeze breath and super breath? Are they the same thing in that or not? Yeah, they're kind of. I mean, she she's never really shown to using of using freeze breath. It's just super breath. They've never really. Okay. Shown, have they? I think they're different. Or did he? No, yeah, no, that was just super breath. This was just super breath, but I don't know if they ever showed I think freeze they breath. Did. Yeah, never, no, he never froze anything. No. Yeah. Maybe. But, okay. What are the other powers that he gets? I remember when he gets my uh, uh, x ray vision. Yeah. Oh, Isn't yeah. there another one? <laughs> yeah, he looks into the locker room, the girls. Oh, yeah, the, the oh that's room, right. And sees I Lana forgot like, about perfectly that. in position. Right. Take off her towel, like, okay, sure, that's, yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> and yeah. he tells Lois, 
about his powers and he mentions x-ray vision and she's like so you can see through me right now he's like no i have to focus um i think every person he told about every woman he told x-ray vision about did that too like chloe yeah. did it as well yeah she and did it was a thing um but i did like i i don't know if he can do this in the comics but like in the show when he first used x-ray vision it was like half it wasn't like you saw skeletons like you sometimes see just like through the person as, yeah i think it was as it developed like yeah yeah i remember you could see like the skin i don't know how to describe yeah. it yeah, yeah. Like, like different like, layers and stuff yeah yeah but um i looked it up i looked up hearing, breath. super hearing Oh, it was there? Yeah, freeze breath on the show? Yeah, he supposedly first showcased, it wasn't like a whole episode, but it, he uses Arctic breath in season nine, it says, to cool down Lois's coffee so he could distract her long enough to go out on patrol as the blur and return yeah. before she realized he left. But then later he freezes like, oh, he encases John Corbin in a block of ice. Remember Metallo? Remember? Yes, Metallo, yes, yes. It was yes. Brian Austin Green. Yeah. All right, so yeah. he, did, he did use freeze breath, but for yeah, very he did use freeze breath. <laughs> he, did, he did another mention of a power. This didn't get a full episode either. He was just like, "Oh, I use my microvision." Yeah, and Lois <laughs> like got the name. Yeah, Lois. Lois like microvision. He's like, "It's my power. I can name it what I want." Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm reading these notes on the Smallville wiki, and it says that originally Clark's Arctic breath was planned to be introduced in an unmade season four episode titled "Cold," huh. but then. The episode was eventually produced in season six as Sneeze, which replaced Arctic with Super Breath. Oh, well. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, it's just one of the powers Superman has, and I'm like, really? I mean, it does come yeah. in close sometimes. It's one of yeah. the funniest powers he has, for sure. Right. Um, there's also, like, a power that he uses in the cartoon where he spins, and then he digs a hole by spinning. I love that one. And yeah. then goes through the ground. But he's going feet first. Right. So does that mean he's constantly like sliding through the ground like you're going down a slide? And he's just like right. spinning? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Episode on it. <laughs> um one of my cool one of the coolest displays of a super speed, at least in the early seasons, was I think there's a party at at the at the Kent farm accidentally yeah. or something. Either he invites someone or somebody else invites someone or whatever, and then like he's going through the party and they're all in slow motion and yeah. he and like like the lamp fixes mm -hmm. yeah, it and yeah. stuff and i thought that was like a super cool way of showcasing his super speed and the parents were there the whole time watching him do it it was that was the funny were part. they really yeah at the end they like clapped they were like they watched him do it like he was trying to hide it and then they they were there the whole time and they're like really <laughs> you're, you're talking about two different scenes he, uh, oh. you're talking about during the party itself um oh i see okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm talking about the cleanup afterwards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was, like, so proud of him. They were just, like, watching him the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I liked also the jovialness of Clark. Like, they really let him have that boyish charm. So, like, in Sneeze, right? He's, mm -hmm. he's sneezing and causing these things. So then he tells Chloe. And then, like, <laughs> they're talking. And he's like, okay, I got to go. And then he pretends to sneeze and she like jumps on all the papers to stop it and he's like just kidding <laughs> it's just like she does like those little things from time to time and yeah it, just, it makes him like feel like a really fun character for someone who has to like visually like at least on his face show so much like so much of a burden that he's carrying so like when he yeah. has those opportunities to just like have a bit of fun is is really I, nice 
that's why I love his relationship with Lois because like he was so down with Lon. I mean, I I actually watched the show. I was like, all right, I, I do think they're a cute couple, but he smiled like a total of like 10 times in like seven seasons. Mm-hmm. And then when he's with Lois the whole time, it's like fun and like lighthearted. And we get a lot of really funny moments. And also with Chloe too, because you know, she, that's his best friend. But I really like the later seasons because I feel like he's just more himself. Like I, I miss that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what more, like, okay, we're, we're getting closer to end time, but did you guys have any, like, big thoughts about Smallville that we haven't mentioned yet? Because, uh, it ran for 10 seasons. I remember watching the whole way through and people dropped off. Uh, a lot of people dropped off, right? Like, yeah. and some people came back for, like, the final episode just to, like, see how it all, like, kind of wraps itself up. Uh, which probably wouldn't have made much sense to anyone like who left at, like season three and came back sure. for the final episode. You're like, who are, where is everybody? Yeah. Like Martha Kent becomes a Senator and she like leaves at right. Like, like yeah. during the, the span of the season, Lionel dies, Lex dies, then comes back. Who, who is Tess? The Red Queen. The Red Queen. Who, who becomes a Red Queen? Martha. Martha. Mate. In checkmate, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And she dates yeah. Barry White. Which, yeah. yeah. Well, because that's her real life husband. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What? Um. Uh. Michael. Michael. Uh, yeah. 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 I, I know his uh, name. It's. 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 What's his name from like all the stuff? Uh, yeah. yeah. He's super famous. Uh. Gosh. Literally. On the I'll look it up. Um, my, uh, it's, 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 uh, Lenny from Lenny and Squiggy from Laverne and Shirley. He's also in, you know, like Spinal Tap and like those movies. Uh, I'm trying to look it up. I got it. It's almost there. Michael McKean. Yes. Okay. Michael McKean. Yeah. Yeah. Super famous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like. I don't know. It was an interesting ride. It was 10 years of, like, episodes. 200 and something episodes? How many episodes were there? 17, I believe. 217. Wow. Okay. Uh, and in that 200th episode, we see Bug Boy come back. Oh, great. Yeah, that was a great callback. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was, yeah, that was he, a really good episode. And they were prepping for a fight, right? Like, Clark was like, oh. And then he's like, no, no, no. You changed You changed me, right? Like, you made mm-hmm. me better? Yep. Which I thought was nice. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I felt like, yes, 10 years is a long time. I li- I literally started the show when I was 10 years old, and it ended on my 20th birthday. So I felt yeah. very, like, it, it felt like a, the end of a chapter of my life that was, you know, it was such a significant ending. But even, like, the final episode, like, I feel like if you stopped watching the show, like, 10 years ago, like, it was very much, like, Jonathan, Martha, Chloe, you know, it was very much, like, the core. Was Jonathan in it? Who? Yeah. Was Jonathan in it? Yeah, as a ghost or what? Well, yeah. he basically let go of... Uh, Clark felt that in order to become Superman, he needed to let go of Smallville, including his father. And the lesson that he learned was to always hold on to Smallville. So that's when he could see him again, finally. So that was a cool moment. And, like, yeah, I felt like it was just, like, the perfect ending. I really have no complaints about the end. But it, the show did change a lot from, like, the first few seasons, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
But it always How happens. How did it? Yeah. Did it affect you guys? Like, did the show change you guys? Did you guys, like, growing up with it, you know, and, and whatnot? I don't know what effect it would have had, but it was 10 years. Yeah, I, th- I felt like a coming-of-age story, like, with Superman. Like, how can you not love it? Like, it made, it made my love for Superman grow. Appreciated it a whole lot more. And then it was cool because, like, all of the cameos, it just, like, expanded my knowledge of Superman. Um, yeah, I don't, it's, like, my favorite show to this day. Like, it, it's never changed. <laughs> like, it was my favorite show. It still is. And... Yeah, I think it just, again, made me appreciate it way more. So, bigger fan now. Yeah. yeah. Nev? Yeah. Um, like I've already said, it definitely enhanced my my love for Superman. But on a really personal note, like, I resonate with Clark a lot in, like, how he carries himself and his attempt to be good in, like, every little instance. It's not even just, like, the big things. He's just, like, trying to be a good person every moment. And the reason I love Smallville is because it's for the exact reason that people don't like Superman, which is they find him boring because he has all these powers. But I'm like, the fact that this man has all these powers and chooses good every time is like beyond inspiring. It's it's just so it's like, shoot, that's so wild. Like he could do anything. And that's why they those like bizarro stories or those, you know, other world stories are really interesting because it shows you what would happen if he wasn't. But the fact that like, you know, he grows up w- with two like very humble, grounded farmer parents who are also like the best people in the world as well. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, and then like he's surrounded by that community. Like one of the issues I've always taken with um, I've noticed Tom Welling likes to say that I don't know if he says it as a joke, but he blames Lex on Clark, and I'm <laughs> like, it's really not because no. like we see how they both just had different support systems. And the fact that, like, when Clark was ready to tell Chloe or Lana or Lois, they were they were okay with it. Whereas, like, Lex wanted Clark to tell him his secret was, and he couldn't just let him come to that on his own. And right. I know this is a total tangent, um, but the point is that, like, everything that Clark went through and the way he was raised allowed him to be a good person, like, a truly good person. Yeah. And what's so interesting about Smallville is, like, you see him stumble. He doesn't make the right choices. The end of season two, he causes his mom to miscarriage. Yes. Like, yes. an explosion. He doesn't do it intentionally. Let me... <laughs> but, like, he tries to destroy his, his ship by putting a kryptonite um, octagonal disc. One of my favorite things, actually. Oh, yeah. I have it. <laughs> you do? Oh, you can't see it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I always wanted that. Nice. Yeah. I got it on Etsy, actually. It was, like, yeah. Um, so he finds a Kryptonian one and he puts it in the ship and it blows up and his parents get hit by the wave of explosion and his mother who they weren't able to have a kid but by some miracle were able to have a kid finally and then she the the the, the kid you know the baby doesn't make it and like yeah so he makes mistakes but yeah. he's still every action he does is for the good of him of someone of something and like that has been the message that has always stuck with me from like literally since i was a kid watching that show till now and every time you watch like watching season eight and nine oliver's oliver and clark's relationship is really interesting to watch because he's like the first person to really challenge clark's morality and his ethics especially Mm -hmm. when it comes to doomsday 
where he and Lex and it's so interesting because Oliver's just like no we should just kill them just get rid of them and you have the power to do that why don't you do that and Clark is uh, like Captain America like we don't trade lives we don't do that and that's just like it's obviously I know a lot of people have different views on that but the the conviction of him wanting to adhere to that idea as best as he can is something that really just like hits hard when I watch the show yeah and I also like the the fact that like like from the beginning the first episode Clark says I just want to be normal and you kind of start the show off with him being this really insecure he looks at himself as like a freak and he never feels like he's one of us and he goes on this journey where like he fully accepts the fact that he is different and that's what makes him special and you know he fully embraces his destiny like he has so much doubt oh my god he really frustrated me throughout the show it's like just accept your destiny and he fought against it constantly constantly and just watching him go on that journey where like he no longer feels bad about being different because you know if you're a kid teenager watching it and you feel like a freak too like you're obviously going to resonate with him and you know at the end he fully embraces and accepts who he is and he's able to become the hero like they were basically saying on the show the reason he can't fly is because he, has, he doesn't have confidence in himself so everyone's like frustrated like just fly already but he can't because he has that mental hurdle and then once he fully lets go then he's able to fly and I thought that was really cool like that's why I was so glad they saved it for the very end because it was perfect yeah yeah I, I think though the frustrating as it was they did it in a really smart way of like giving this vague destiny of his Mm-hmm. And he feels compelled to not adhere to that. It's like, well, I get to choose my own destiny. How can some random father who I've never met, who doesn't seem to care for me, tell me what I get to do? And so I thought, like, the way they did that was actually very clever. And then also being raised by two parents who, like, keep saying to him, you get to choose who you want to be. But then here's this looming destiny that implied that he could be a ruler of the world as opposed to, yeah. like, a, a, a helping hand. So I just love that whole like trajectory. And then when we get to the later seasons, he tries to just embrace only his Kryptonian side because he thinks his human human side is what's holding him back. And then mm-hmm. finally, season 10, you know, it's it's the combination of both. And Jorel even says, you may have been raised like Kryptonian, but it's your time in Smallville and your experiences there that really have allowed you to become the hero that you can now be. Yeah, that when uh, Jonathan gives him the cape, and tells him always hold on to Smallville. I just like literally can't hold it in. It's so beautiful. Yeah, I love yeah. it. It's a, yeah, <laughs> so much to say about the show, man. I know, I could talk about this forever, yeah. literally. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I wish more people had liked it so I could talk about it more, but like, I just <laughs> want to watch the show with another person. Right. Because like, <laughs> like if we were to watch the show together, I'm sure it'd be even like doubly interesting. Yeah, it would. Mm. Yeah, we would all find something different in it, I think, yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to, I want to thank you guys so much for coming on the show and, and taking time out of your day, uh, to be here. Uh, I know what the 10th anniversary special edition DVD or whatever. Yeah. Sorry. 20th. Yeah. 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 Uh, 20th anniversary, uh, DVD set is out. So anyone who's like, not even, not even DVD, Blu-ray, Blu-ray. Why am I saying DVD? It's back in the the day. Um, uh, which is funny back in the day for the first like three seasons i taped all the episodes on vhs i've recorded every episode uh and then uh uh then i got the dvd sets and i'm like i'm gonna stop this but do you still have them 
I probably do, which would have like all the old commercials and everything. Oh. I think that's like that's a treasure, dude. I mean, I I would have to I would have to dig them up. Yeah, I have I, them somewhere. Probably I, probably in the garage. Yeah, I bought the DVDs. They were my prized possessions, and then I passed them down to my younger brother. Oh, very, very emotional, and he loves the show, so it's kind of awesome. Yeah, that's good. Um, definitely worth watching. It's on Hulu. Smallville's yeah. on Hulu. It's right. not on HBO Max, I don't think, which is it weird. It is in other countries, but not here. Oh, is it? Yeah, I follow, like, different communities. So in Latin America, it's on HBO Go, yeah. Is it the oh, Hulu okay. deal? Maybe it's, like, the Hulu deal, so once that expires? Maybe. I mean, that happens a lot. Like, think about, like, all the Netflix, um, like, Netflix deals and stuff that, like, right. once they end, then other places can pick it up and whatnot. Um, but... The way, like, a um, lot of the MCU movies when Disney Plus first released, we're on Netflix, so you had to wait till that finished up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, eh, contracts. But, uh, uh, definitely worth, like, if anyone has the time, like, watching Smallville, and you guys have inspired me to go back and rewatch it. Yeah, hopefully this... I'm with you, man. If you want to watch it together, I'll watch it. I'll watch it, too. I don't... It's so many episodes. It's so daunting. (laughs) I understand that. That's me with Supernatural. People, you need to watch Supernatural. Like, it's 15 seasons. Yeah. It's so funny because Supernatural started the year Year after after he he was on Smallville. Five, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it just ended? Holy (laughs) guacamole. But if you really, Um, like, it might help to watch it with other people. That's why I'm saying. I'm down. Right, right, right. Um... We maybe we'll figure it out, but I got to get you that HBO Max. Oh yeah, because you got to watch. You got to watch Superman and Lois. Yeah, it's a short season. It's fifteen episodes, I think, and it goes yeah. very quick. And they do a similar storyline to season nine. Uh, mm. That's Very similar, like Ooh. extremely similar. <laughs> same, same plot, basically, kind of. If you think that's about fine. it, yeah. Uh, which is yeah, cool. a little bit. Yeah. 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 Um, thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Uh, I know that the live stream video was kind of, is, has been kind of weird. I'm still trying to figure out but audio should still be there. So I'm going to take that audio. I'm going to make a podcast. Cause I anyways do that. I take the audio and put it in podcast form and the audio should be untouched. Normally the audio gets through and the video gets weird. Um, but, uh, thank you so much, uh, for coming on the show. Uh, if I can, uh, you guys can say your social media out loud, any plugs you want to do something, you know, if you've got anything coming up, uh, uh, let us know. Uh, Gina, thank you so much for, for coming on. Uh, you got anything? What's your uh, social media? Basically my, the only reason I started TikTok earlier this year was for Smallville. I was like really bored. I was like, Hey guys, you want to like rewatch Smallville. I was like, there has to be older people who like this show. Cause I didn't see a single TikTok about it. I was like, this will be my niche. And literally yeah. I gained a humongous following based off of Smallville. So that just check out my TikTok. I still talk about it as if it's live on air right now. Like I just want to like, and I've gotten a few people to watch Smallville, which is pretty much yeah. my main goal. So it was pretty cool. <laughs> so it's 13th of May, all kinds of content. And Superman and definitely Smallville too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Nuv, uh, what's your what's your social media? Where can we find you? What do you got coming up? Uh, I am Nuv the poet. Mostly, I mean, I have various ones, but TikTok and Instagram are where I mostly post. I do want to. I started a Smallville series, but I haven't continued with it because it's not as it doesn't thrive as well as my other content. Right. Um, so 
talking about it and I'm like, I want to post so I can talk about it with more people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think once I finish this rewatch, then I'll like have more notes to share. Um, but I, I wanna, people have asked me questions, so I've gotten some stuff, but um, yeah. So Nub the Poet, NAV the Poet, no underscores. All right, all right. Uh, uh, thank you guys so much for coming on. For anybody out there watching, um, you could follow us on on any of our live stream, live stream platforms. Normally it's Facebook, uh, YouTube, Twitch, and Volume. Today it was just two of those. Uh, but we also released podcasts on um, five different platforms. So we got Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Um, and uh, I tend to be pretty pretty good on that upkeep as well. Uh, you could also follow The Keeg on uh, social media, on Instagram at The Keeg Show, on TikTok at The Keeg Show. And then also, uh, if you want to tweet us, we have a Twitter. I barely use it, but uh, uh, you can find us on, on Twitter at The Keeg Show as well. Um, but thank you, uh, everybody, for, for being on here. Gina, Nuff, uh, anyone out there watching or listening. Uh, this was, uh, the Keeg Live talking about Smallville. Once again, I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that's it. Bye-bye. <laughs> let me, uh, let me click to, uh, how does that work? You should have ended Always Hold On to Smallville. <laughs>